Well, good morning, my brothers and sisters. It's good to be with you. I love the opportunity to come and try to encourage you and, and to preach in your presence. Today I'd like to preach about the Holy Spirit. As I said in the beginning of Mass, this Thursday is Ascension Thursday, and it's a countdown. we got nine days or ten days, I guess, however you count it, to the day of Pentecost when the gift of the Holy Spirit was bestowed upon the church. Now in my homily today, I'm just going to focus on one word, really, that I'm going to meditate on a few lines, but really just a, a primary focus on one word, That's translated advocate. Jesus, in today's gospel, refers to the Holy Spirit as the advocate. Now, this is an English translation of a Greek word that you might have heard before. It's the paraclete. In our tradition, sometimes the Latin or the Greek will just come directly into the English and we'll know whatever it might be we're talking about in that Latin word or that Greek word. And so it is... The case with the Holy Spirit. One of the traditional titles of the Holy Spirit is the paraclete. And we might want to ask ourselves, why do we just kind of oftentimes leave it in the Greek? How come we don't translate it advocate? Okay, if that's, and it is a good translation. That's a very good translation. The reason why sometimes it's a good idea to talk about these concepts and these ideas and these realities in the original language is because the words are so rich. You can't exhaust them in our English language. And so it is the case with the paracletes. It's so rich in meaning, you'll see all these different translations, and none of them are wrong. So you'll see in today's translation, it's advocate, but if you open up other Bible translations, you'll see consoler, comforter, the encourager. And those are all ways of understanding what the paraclete is for us. And so I pray to the Holy Spirit today that he, through me, might be an encourager for all of us. For all of us. You know, there's lots of bad news in today's world. I don't need to say, (laughs) yeah, lots of bad news. In fact, I got a bad news machine I got some news apps on this, and I walk throughout the day, and I hear a bing, and I, of course, I got it on me. I'm on, I'm a chaplain, and I'm happy to be on call, but that means I have this with me 24-7, so it's like an appendage, and so I pull that out of my pocket when I hear the bing, oh, famine, bing, oh, war in Ukraine and Russia, okay, oh, Baby formula shortage. Oh, being recession. Oh, you get my point. It's a bad news machine, and we carry these things around with us. And if I could, I probably wouldn't, quite frankly. I just heard recently, I read, it was very interesting, there was a Supreme Court judge, I can't remember which one, who recently had a ruling in some, in some decision, and he said that The cell phone, because you can track people with geolocation data, as they say. So basically, our cell phones are giving off our location wherever we are. So if someone wanted to, they can actually buy that data. It's public. (laughs) Thank you very much, whoever it was that made my location public to everybody. And you can buy this data, and they can locate you wherever you are, whenever you are. And they got your whole history of your pattern of life. 
And the judge said that this is, in a lot of ways, it's an invasion of privacy. Uh, and so, who knows, you know, decades from now, we might see these laws that outlaw this kind of data being able to be shared, so forth and so on, for pers- uh, reasons of privacy. He said that the cell phone is an equivalent to an ankle monitor that you put on a on a someone who's been convicted of a crime. <laughs> That's what the equivalence is. But you know what, my brothers and sisters, I've got good news. I've got someone to give me good news and someone to console and encourage and lift me up. And he's even closer to me than my cell phone. He dwells in the very most inner depths of my heart. And his presence Closer to me than I am to myself, St. Augustine says. The Holy Spirit is closer to you than you are to yourself. His presence is not an invasion of my privacy. And in his eyes, I am not like a criminal. I am a free man. And his presence is not invasive, but it's very welcome. We hear our Lord Jesus Christ today in our gospel say that whoever loves me, my Father will come and dwell with him and I will dwell with him. And we will send the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, to be with him. My brothers and sisters, because of everything that Jesus did for us this past Good Friday, when he shed his blood on the cross for us, When he rose gloriously and triumphant on Easter Sunday, all of that was so that the Blessed Trinity might dwell with us through the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so when I hear that bad news, when things bad things happen in my life, I've got this encouragement in the depths of my heart. And all i got to do is just silence the social media and silence my own thoughts, and say, thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit of God, thank you for dwelling in me because of the precious blood of Jesus. You live within me, and even though you have gone away, you are not absent, rather, you are present. And when I feel empty, Your fullness fills me up. And even in the midst of suffering and no matter what kind of pain there is, the kind of joy that you give can still be a reality. In the midst of suffering, you can encourage. In the midst of darkness, you can be the light. In the midst of dryness, you can be the fullness that my soul longs and hungers for. This, my brothers and sisters, is what we mean when we talk about the Holy Spirit as the paraclete.